Hi, Rihanna. And here we go. It's the comic, the comic, the comic, comic book boogies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Come Book Bullies with Nurse New Bullying, your host Leroy, aka Hyriana, with my co-host. Uh yeah, this is Eli, aka Mandolicious. There you go. <laughs> the Mantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back with the episode which is gonna jump into. And then one thing I first want to say is that this episode is not sponsored by those ugly ass red boots. So yeah. Uh Eli, okay. I don't know if you've seen these boots, but these are this is like the new trend. those are boots. Yeah. These are boots. These oh. are like every like all celebrities are wearing these boots right now. Like everybody wants to wear the Pac-Man three thousands, the, the Gargamels, or whatever like that. That's the thing. No, I was not aware of that. They're made by not Nike, but like an offshoot of Nike. Guess how much they go for? Just just take a so, guess. Take a guess. Uh, I'm gonna get bummed out, am I? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> over fifty dollars. I'm gonna be like, oh, the, yes, it's over fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these boots go for three hundred fifty dollars. Like I said, every celebrity is wearing them right now. Regular people wearing them right now. What well, actually the celebrities are wearing them right now because they're not an ex for sale for public right now. They go on sale on the sixteenth this week. So Eli, I've told you ahead of time. So when you see people wearing those ugly ass boots next week. That's where they came from. So, what's the so, purpose of the? Or did they have any practicality? Are they like better for your feet or something, or are they just? No, you just look like you know Mega Man, a video Astro game Boy. character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Super Mario. That's pretty much it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, if they ever go on sale, you're gonna see me in some <laughs> ugly ass Super Mario Brothers boots too. <laughs> I will have no shame in it. I will do it. <laughs> you know, like it does, um, yeah, like the, does, like maybe for the snow. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they probably maybe they will. Maybe they are better for the snow. You know, I don't know. All I know is that you just see a bunch of NBA players and rappers and models wearing them right now. So obviously they have no purpose. So they're just just popular. You know. Uh, hold up, we got we got comments oh, this yeah, week. Though. We got yeah, people in the. In the uh, I'm in tonight, and y'all wearing them. <laughs> Fat T, you wearing them too? You gonna wear? You can probably get it before I will. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Oh. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was tonight. Yes, this is this is technically a Super Bowl centric podcast. Even though, full disclosure, I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl. I wow. barely remember who won, and it just went off. I didn't. So, even, I didn't watch it, the game either. No, <laughs> I watched it. I, I mean, like I said, if you come to this podcast, you don't listen to podcasts for sports. So we're not going to talk about the sports. We're going to talk about everything else around the podcast. So, and plus, if anybody feel bad or feels good about whoever won, I guess it'll be Chiefs versus the uh, the Eagles. Uh, remember, either your team won or the other team cheated. Either way, you should feel good about tonight. So there you go. <laughs> uh, first thing I want to talk about doing the thing is the actual uh, halftime show. We're talking about the halftime show. Uh, Eli, I think this is when you uh, you check out. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Doom's in the house. Uh, Vic, what up? Just here for the trailers. We're gonna talk about trailers. We're gonna get into it. You know. Uh, do want to say, uh, like I said, Rihanna performed for the first time in like six years. She performed tonight. 
But the thing is, nobody can actually concentrate on her performance because every the Twitter and social media, everybody's talking about one thing. Is she getting big? Is she pregnant? <laughs> you know, and it turns out she did confirm later on that she was pregnant. But the thing is, now that she's confirmed that she's pregnant, I want everybody on my timeline to apologize to the person next to you because the shit y'all was saying was pretty nasty. People were saying, oh, Rihanna's performance, she looks pretty big. She looks pretty chunky. She's got more chins. Her belly's getting full. You know, and people saying, maybe she's pregnant. But then the next person is saying, like, no, you're just body shaming. You're just, you know, all this stuff like that. You, 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 you're just as big as Rihanna, and nobody's putting a baby in you. you you're fat fuck. You know, why, bitch? You know, all this shit like this. So calm down. Apologize to the person next to you. Nobody's body shaming everybody. Let's move on from there. So yeah, so now that we talked about stuff we don't that Eli didn't care about, like big red boots and <laughs> Rihanna's two chins, you know. <laughs> but I think we can actually move into the podcast right now. I think we're ready to just jump into it, you know. Uh, first thing, like I said, we do want to just jump into some trailers, and we want to jump into the big trailer right now because this is like the the trailer is getting like the most traction on social media right now. And we're gonna jump into the Flash, you know. Now, there's been a lot of things going on. First thing, I do want to address that I was getting a lot of, like, DMs and messages and tags and comments, stuff like that. People were asking, like, The Flash? I thought The Flash was canceled. Let's put this out there right now. The Flash was not canceled. The Flash was never canceled. It was never even in danger of being canceled. The only people that wanted the movie canceled was the internet, Twitter, social media. They were the ones complaining about it because of Ezra Miller. They wanted the movie canceled. Or they wanted the movie recast or whatever. Warner Brothers never, ever, ever planned on replacing him for this movie or just shelving this movie like they did Batgirl. They can shelve Batgirl. Or, or CGIing Shia LaBeouf in there or something. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It, it can't happen because. <laughs> he can't, I think he's canceled. Douche. Is he? CGIing or... um, Amber Heard. Or <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> they want that done, you know. <laughs> Minimize the scene. For everybody that has seen the trailer, obviously that's not possible because not only is Ezra Miller in every scene, he's like two people in every scene. So you can't just CGI him out and just put, I don't know, Tom Holland in there or some shit like that. You and know, you, you can't could argue the fact that, hey, they already made the movie. So why would yes, they Yes, they already made the movie. The movie was done. Yeah, <laughs> Batgirl, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, to be fair, to be fair, Batgirl cost a lot more money than, than The Flash did. Plus, here's the thing. What Warner Brothers, James Gunn, and everybody in Warner Brothers has been telling us that this movie is supposed to be the movie to put DC back on the map, like single-handedly back in the map. That's what they've been promising us. Uh, Hammer Turge, you mean. Exactly, Vic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Waka waka waka. <laughs> so that's what's going on with that. So yeah, you just can't replace uh not Reggie Miller, Ezra Miller. Yeah, that's the guy's <laughs> name. <laughs> Getting my Millers confused. Oh, uh, so that's the thing like that. So he people want him canceled because of stuff he did. And the, and the funny thing is, like it's got to the point that people don't even know what he did. They just hear his name and know he's canceled. So people are like, oh, it couldn't be that bad. All Ezra Miller did was just put out a tweet or some shit. You know, it could have no. been that. like, no, it wasn't a tweet what he did. No, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's back up what Ezra Miller did. Ezra Miller did not put out a racist tweet from 2009. And that's why we canceled. No. Last year, he was kidnapping, attacking people, assaulting people, grooming people, taking people hostage. <laughs> 
uh, forming a sex cult or some shit. forming a sex cult. I mean, we're probably missing some shit he did, and he did all this in like a month span. The police were looking for him to give him a cease and desist restraining order, but they couldn't find him because he was on the run with the girl he kidnapped. And where was he? You might ask. Turns out he was on Warner Brothers lot shooting this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, they were not going to cancel this movie because because he was there the whole time because Warner Brothers is putting that much faith in this movie that they thinking that this is going to be it. And they keep saying that this is the last movie they're doing with Ezra Miller. But the more they keep talking, Eli, I'm starting to, I'm starting to second guess. I'm starting to second guess. I'm thinking like, oh, he's been in, they've been in rehab. They're doing better. They're, you know, all this stuff like that. So I think all of this just spin, you know, for what they're doing right now, you know. So I think it's all bullshit. I think he'll be back (laughs) as the flash, especially if this movie movie does numbers. Because that's one thing about it. Like, we we don't cancel people that we like. Well, I ain't going to say we like. (laughs) They entertain. I think us. we do. We don't. We, we don't cancel people that entertain us. I feel like that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if if they entertain, if we find them entertaining, and then, like I said, the people that we find entertaining, we don't want them canceled. Like Dr. Dre, love Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre has a history of domestic violence with all kinds of women like that. Should I stop playing? Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. No, it's on my phone right now. Awesome. So does that mean if I play nothing but a G thing, baby, do I condone domestic violence? No, I just like the song. Same thing with Ezra Miller. If I'll go watch this flag, because some people are still boycotting this movie, you know, uh, and if I go see the flash and my condoning domestic violence or kidnapping or sex cults or whatever the hell he did, I'm like, no, I'm not condoning any stuff. I just want to see the flash. I like the flash before Ezra Miller was even a thing. Hell, even if we just go by the CW, it was only he was around way before Ezra Miller. So can I just watch this show without making a political statement? Does everything have to be a political statement? Can we just like shake our brain at the door and just watch shit? That's all I want to know. I don't know. There what you do go. we got? Hello, uh, Rick and Morty. Hello, Rick and Morty. <laughs> uh, they canceled too, right? Or I one think of them. So or some. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched. And, and see, that's the problem. Yeah. I need a damn. I need a fucking flow chart with this shit. Every time you turn around, somebody's canceled, and if you don't catch up with it, you won't know if you cancel. You know, I was just listening to a song from an artist the other day. Oh, you can't like that artist because that artist says some shit about black women. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, a song I've been listening to for like three weeks, I can't listen to it anymore because all of a sudden now I now I'm a racist or a colorist or or I hate black women or some shit like that because this chick has a, a catchy tune so i don't know you were um, listening to iggy azalea weren't you no not this time <laughs> <laughs> honestly i can't even remember who it was because you're like you know what i don't even want any drama let me just not listen to this shit let me just delete this shit you know taking about the 2013 oh, i'm so fancy <laughs> <laughs> i have my own issues with iggy azalea but yeah that's it oh uh, but anyway let's let's get back to it what are we talking about so what do we notice from the flash we're not going to do like a complete breakdown stuff like that that's for other bigger youtube channels than us batman baby. that's all we care about that's all anybody you know what michael yes. keith is batman that's all we Mike give Keaton, let, let's just let's just Move on. let's get Next to it no. <laughs> let's get to it we got the batman okay michael keith is batman because i think this would sold it this would sold it for people people like i hate ezra miller but michael keaton no that's what a lot of people are like right now you know and that's the thing like you want to cancel ezra miller you want to boycott this movie you want to boycott the movie for one person and ignore everybody else that was in the movie michael keaton didn't do anything to anybody yeah. ben affleck didn't do anything to anybody lately you know so 
Why are you those, canceling me? All those overworked and under uh, underpaid CGI artists that have been slaving away on these movies. Right. The real but, the real stars of the movie. The real the stunt men. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Michael Keaton ain't doing all that jumping and shit in that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And whoever it is, they cut away from it. Some dude is doing a backflip. They cut back to it. All of a sudden, Michael Cage back in frame. That's what's going on. So yeah, thank all that the, guy. All the people that the list of people you don't read waiting for the after credit scene <laughs> that don't get nominated for Oscars because CGI didn't get nominated for Oscars. Stuntmen don't get nominated for Oscars. So they won't get any credit whatsoever other than the grips. Don't get the nominated. grips, the best grip. Where's the best, best grip boy. award? The best, best boy. Yeah. Best <laughs> catering service. Right. <laughs> Food. Listen. Food's the most important job on earth. Everybody really got to eat. They should get because they got to watch their diet, so they can't just feed them yeah. burgers and shit like that. There's got to be yeah. something the that catering, the stars the like. Cat, the catering department should get Ben Affleck's salary, and Ben Affleck uh, should get the catering people's salary. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but that's that's what's going on right now. So, and they're on screen more time than anybody else. A uh, CGI Batman and a stunt Batman will be on screen more time than Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton, probably. You know, oh, here we go. What is it? What do we got? Uh, if you want our promotion, oh yeah, yeah thank you, whoever uh, you are. Yes, uh, uh, I'm figuring out. I'm trying to do my job, and I'm failing. Yeah, we we I, we probably shouldn't worry about it. He, he's probably fine. Uh, <laughs> Beck, what were we talking about? Okay, so yeah, let, anyway, talking about this Flash movie. So, what is this Flash movie? Is it okay? There we go. The guy again. Uh, uh, obviously, this movie is an adaptation, a very loose adaptation of Flashpoint. It's not Flashpoint. And some people are upset that it's not Flashpoint. I want Flashpoint. When's the last time Marvel did a one-by-one translation adaptation of anything? They haven't. They just take two or three things of it, slap it on there, slap a name on Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet, like that, and call it a day. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. It's just the name. That's it. So, but when DC do it, all of a sudden you're mad. So, yes, no, it's not Flashpoint. But you can see elements of flashpoint in it now yes did i want jeffrey d morgan as thomas wayne in the flash movie i did but what's going to sell this movie more to the casual public jeffrey d morgan or michael fucking keaton let's let's just be honest you know so and plus you have ben affleck in the movie also uh who else do you have in here zod. michael shannon i was, zod, zod I was surprised i was surprised to see zod yeah uh it was leaked for me this whole plot of this movie was oh see I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil. It. I'm not gonna spoil it. You jaded I'm just... and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I'm not. I'm not shocked at anything like that. But I'm just saying the, the prize versus. I already knew Zod was gonna show up. I already know that the plot gonna show up. They're on another Earth where instead of Kalel showed up, Carzorel showed up, which is where we get Supergirl from. You know, so so that's where she is. And, and plus, that was part of Flashpoint also, where they went to the Earth and like Project Superman, where Superman was like, and basically just replaced Project Superman with Supergirl. It's the same thing, but not really the same thing. You know. So, like I said, it's elements of it in there. I would have preferred it. I think a uh, Flashpoint story would have been more awesome with Aquaman had going to war with Wonder Woman because he fucked Mary behind his back or somebody, whatever. Somebody smashed somebody behind somebody's back. That would have been cool. But I guess you would have had too much going on in the movie. Plus, you couldn't tell in one movie you had to do like a trilogy or some shit. This is just one movie, get in, get out. That's it. Plus, it's going to blow up the DC universe. Um... And I think that's the real reason they wanted this movie to come out so bad because this is supposed to be their crisis. You know, their DC always has a crisis, and this is their crisis. Uh, their snap. 
they're snap exactly we're gonna snap everything back right and that's the thing like i said i'm not condoning ezra miller just for watching this movie i'm not condoning any of his actions he's still a piece of shit i think he's a piece of shit but guess what it's a lot of people shit a piece of shit people in hollywood like we knew brian singer was doing all that fucked up shit with them boys stuff like that we still want to watch the x-men movies and so like i said just watch it and let the courts and police and whatever else do whatever the hell they want to with it. I don't have time to police everybody. I just want to just watch shit. That's all. So yeah, it looks it looks fine. I mean, I look like it was like No Way Home, only with the Flash. <laughs> Pretty much got the and, greatest. And we can hits. argue. Yeah. yeah, we can argue which came first, Flashpoint or Spider Verse. Because Spider Verse was a comic also. I can't remember which one came first because it's the same thing, multiversal. But nonsense that's thing, man. Yeah. crisis you take it back to crisis yeah you know just resetting shit we're just resetting shit here and um but no this is like another where it's like the greatest hits we're bringing everybody back just like no way home did brought everybody back and batman batman know. batman just, yeah. just show batman in it yeah, yeah zod that's what i said oh zod's here and you know was, oh okay we're doing that pretty much because so, if you think about it, this is like the the 10th anniversary of man of steel so shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it came out ten years ago. That's an old, old ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that's going on right now, and I'm trying to think what else. It was something else. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. There's only one thing that would get me excited for this movie. Like I know everybody else is excited because Batman, Batman, Batman. That's cool. But the thing is, I kind of wanted a Flash movie. This feels like Flash Endgame. Like, like you in Flash with this because you got all this big shit flying out around the place. Batman and Zod and End of the World and Time Crisis and also like that. Can I get a Flash movie? Can I get Captain Boomerang? Can I get Central City? Can I get any of that shit? You know, in a movie before we get to this shit? Grodd. Grodd, I mean. Zoom. Yeah, can, can I get any of that shit first? You know, uh, so this game, you'll, you'll like it all. Hey, yes, Vic, I'm complaining. I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to like it. I'm probably going to enjoy it. I'm just complaining just to be complaining. I'm, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm admitting that. You know, I'm just saying I would have liked a simpler movie to start off with instead of just blowing up the shit already and just getting to the, you know, just, just blowing your load already. But here's one thing that will get me excited if they do this. If they give me my boy, Grant Gustin, he has to be in this movie. I don't care in what capacity. Cameo, just pop up, just whatever. Just as long as he's in the movie somewhere. And I, I want them to not, yeah. And I want them to, because he deserves it. He I deserves. Buy, he's been. Yeah. I'd buy that for been, a dollar. Yeah, he's been holding down the Flash for nine years. He hadn't kidnapped anybody that we know of. You know, hasn't taken anybody hostage. Maybe, but we don't know that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he kept and it so, under wraps like you're supposed to. <laughs> exactly. Let's just let you get. Just let you shit get out. That's all. You know. Yeah, but I've said that from the get-go when they were starting yeah. to do before when they were first starting this shit. I was like, why are they not getting the TV flash? Grant, yeah. What's his name? Grant Gustin? Austin? Grant, Grant? Gustin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why like that that show was dope, at least the first few seasons. I dropped off after a while, but those first few years, the shit was dope. And like it had a built-in audience. Why did you not use him? No, they yeah, went with Ezra Miller and now look where it got him. Yeah. You know? Right. So, well, now James Gunn said he's going to course correct that. So basically, everybody on the TV show will be the same people in the movie. So it won't be that anymore. But my thing is, I just want them to acknowledge, because like I said, when they had that crisis event on the CW show, Ezra Miller showed up. And here's the thing. Most people don't realize this, that the Flash in the Snyderverse was never called the Flash. They never called him the Flash in any of these movies. 
So the first time he ever heard the Flash was from Grant Gustin in that show because he asked him, "Who are you?" He like, "I'm the Flash." He like, "The Flash." That's a cool name. So he got his name from the CW. <laughs> so I want them to acknowledge that in the movie. You do that, I don't care what they do with this movie. Just, just do that for me. Just throw me a little fan service right there, and I'm fine. That's all, you know. But yeah, would I like the simpler movie? Would I like Jay Garrick show up? Would I like Wally West? You know, all the M holes. I, I would have liked that. You know, Kurt just... Ward. Right. <laughs> You're not going out that far, but you know, something simple <laughs> like that. I would have. I would have appreciated that. You know. But that being said, we can move on past that because, like I said, even though we did talk about the thing everybody would talk about, we'll talk about the Flash movie. I do want to make a quick sidebar to the Flash TV show. I know nobody cares. I know it's like six people still watching this show, but I'm watching. I did want to let everybody know that, yes, the show is back. Season nine is back. It's the last episode. It's the last nine season. Seasons? Damn. Nine seasons. It's the ninth season. Ooh. It's a short season. It's a truncated season. But once it's done, that's it. They're already wrapping up there. They're already putting the storylines in there right now, and that's it. So the thing is, for the last season, who's the big bad? Who are they fighting in this one? And at first, I didn't know. Hold on, let's see who we got. Uh, Ezra was baked out of his mind when he did that scene. Probably so. <laughs> he probably didn't know where he was. Like, if I was a TV, movie, where am I? You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the thing is, so the big bad of season nine is going to be the Red Death, you know. And at first, when they said the Red Death, I was like, okay, that sounds familiar. Probably some 70s. I thought you were going to say silver that. <laughs> well, well, okay, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be some kind of like Silver Age type villain. But then I had to remember the Red Death, the Red Death. I'm like, oh shit, the Red Death. Eli, you remember the Red Death? Is that from Metal? Yes. Oh, that's, yes, see, I that's, was just joking. I you were just, just joking, joking, but it's the truth. That's what they're doing. They're doing the Red Death from Dark Knight's Metal. Yes, because oh, I put two and two together. I was like, wait a minute, what? You know, so they're doing Dark Knight's Metal already? Like Dark Knight's Metal is like, from like 2017, 16, whatever that's like that. a few years ago, yeah. Exactly. I'm a quick uh, synopsis of the Red Death. In the dark multiverse, there was evil Batman all over the place. So in this universe, the evil Batman, I think, killed the Flash and stole his speed force. So it's like a speedster Batman that's evil. That's the Red Death. Boom. That's, That's all it. There you go. Dark Knight's Metal was. It was like evil yeah, he, versions. The evil, evil versions, versions of, of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, like other Justice League members. Yeah. It was a, the, 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 the evil Batman Aquaman. The evil, what was it? The atrocious or whatever, where he's like, uh, yeah, there were so many of them. The fucking Green Lantern. The, evil uh, my favorite Lantern. was the Aquaman one. The Drown. Aquaman. The Drown. Yeah. He was a female. <laughs> It was female a female, yeah, Bryce yeah. Wayne or some shit. I can't remember. That's where the Batman who laughs came from. And it yeah. was another one too. Batman with guns, Punisher Batman. Oh, yeah. Whatever his name was, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it was a bunch of them. Uh, but here's the thing, but this is the CW and Batman doesn't exist. So how are they gonna do the red death? Well, we figured that out also. Oh, I know. Oh, uh I can't <laughs> get it. I can't. That? My fault. <laughs> Not, <laughs> not 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 Ben Affleck in one of his 50 movies he has coming out this year. I can't find the picture. Anyway, oh here it goes. I think it's here. Ollie? No, not there. Anyway, no, not Ali. Batwoman. Oh, okay. Yeah, it took all the wind out your sails right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was about I was about to watch it this season. If that's gonna... <laughs> yeah, it, it's Batwoman. Obviously, Batwoman stole the speed force when evil national killed the flash for some odd reason. I don't know, whatever like that. So that's that's gonna be your, your season nine flash. So yeah, it Began not with well, it began with a bang. Probably just gonna end with a whimper, but yeah, they just wanted to get this shit over with. That's all. 
yeah. my chance to see uh what's his name in a fucking shirtless again <laughs> have been shattered <laughs> <laughs> what's that dude's oh. name who played ollie again what was that guy's name uh, uh, uh steven amell steven amell steven amell yeah 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 so i'm pretty that, sure he'll find a way to be shirtless you know shirtless hey <laughs> grant grant gustman working out that oh, yeah? that first episode he was shirtless like 50 percent of the episode just That's saying it. not saying he's steven amell just saying he he been putting in work you can tell he's putting in work so yeah all right where are we going next let's go talk about shirtless dudes uh <laughs> and we need to get our female uh demographic ratings up anyway yeah. so since we're talking uh here you go ladies you're welcome let me see if I can find it. I can't find it. Damn it. Oh, here we go. Boom. Jonathan Majors, picture of Ebony Magazine. There you go. So, yeah. That's what <laughs> you're supposed to talk about Creed at all. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they had a trailer. I'm going to watch it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do we got next? I'm trying to see it. I can't read this one. Uh, not that one. Yeah, this one. Okay. Let's just run through some movie trailers real quick, some quick ones. Not gonna take a whole lot of time. Uh, someone's jumping out with me. There was one that dropped out, another one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. volume three coming out. Cool. I laughed. I laughed. I laughed. They showed Zamora, uh, not Zamora, Gamora. One of them. I got Zoe and Gamora put together. Zamora, <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't that uh, the so, country from uh, coming to America? Oh, that's Zamunda. That's Zamunda. Yeah, Zamora. <laughs> Zamora sounds better though. <laughs> yeah, it's a, they should name it that. <laughs> we'll, we'll trademark that and name it our own when we make we write our own comic. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So like I said, nothing to talk about. All I gotta say is that why is it that everybody is going crazy over you know Jonathan Majors as Kane? You know, I, I get it why, but I'm just saying. But when they're not going crazy over uh, the High Evolutionary, who's also a race swap black character supervillain that's going to be in the movie. You know, right? Why are we playing favoritism? You know. Does he does he take his shirt off? I would hope he didn't. So yeah, that would, <laughs> maybe that's you, you answer you answer my question. You answer my question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Oh uh, oh, and another trailer. What do we got? What do we got? I can't find it. There we go. Okay, another trailer. Got to talk about it. Okay. Now look, I understand. Fast and Furious movies. They have feel like they've run on gas. They're on fumes right now. I don't care. Let's move. We'll watch them. As far as my favorite fan franchises right now, of course, the MCU, Fast Furious next. I watch these movies on repeat all the time. I know the lore, the mythology <laughs> of these movies is <laughs> deep. Because the thing is, I got to appreciate what, what uh, Vin Diesel has done with these movies. Because, like I said, he tried to get Triple X off the ground, he tried to get Riddick off the ground. But what he's done, he's taken like the spy nonsense of Triple X. And took the lore building that he tried to do in in Riddick, and combined it and put it in Fast and the Furious. People haven't really noticed that yet. And like I said, Vin Diesel's a big D and D nerd, and you can see it in here. So, like I said, I love it. People are saying the movies get too crazy. I say not getting crazy enough. Go bonkers. Yeah, Go crazy. Does it, isn't the, the, does he have a tattoo of his character, his elf name, or some shit? Some shit like on his We're, chest or something. Right. Or, well, or, well, the thing is family exactly that's you got a little fan well the thing is vin diesel used to have his own video game company that's how we got that riddick video game he made it well didn't make it but he put money up for it you know but still but he had his own video game company um and yeah we got family and yes they keep retconning these movies over and over again they are using the same plot over and over again 
a family member of a dude they screwed over is back for revenge even though that dude that they screwed over never appeared in these movies before who cares retcon let it go he's, the son, of, he's the son of Hobbs or some shit yeah some shit but he's back for revenge even though they never met him before never knew him he's just here because Jason Momoa is the bad guy in this movie like but he's never been in this movie before and he wants revenge for some and he's shit probably they, gonna take his shirt off I would imagine so. I actually I don't think he had a shirt in the trailer. I think he was just <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. So that's all it takes to be a villain nowadays. Just be shirtless, you know. <laughs> what was that one? What was that one movie Vin Diesel was in where he played the gangster in the court? He was testifying in court. It's actually pretty good. He did pretty good in that movie. He came back yeah. out. I think the, it was the before the, guys. No, not knockaround guys. What the fuck? The, was boi- it the boiler room. No, no. The fuck was it called? I'm about to look it up now. Yeah, Vin Diesel ahead. actually used to be a like a considered a legitimate actor at one point. Like he used to be in like le- like real movies before he. Yeah, it was yeah. like Saving Private Ryan and shit before yeah, he became yeah. like Iron Giant, you know, also like that, you know. I'm so. looking it up. Oh, Find Me Guilty, 2006. Never Sydney heard of it. Yeah, he was like a gangster and shit. And yeah, it's pretty good flick, and he did pretty good in that movie. Serious okay. role, yeah, one a serious role. Yeah, like I said, when he wanted to back then, he could act. He doesn't now take he his shirt like, off. He doesn't drive a car. Wait, wait, you're talking about 2006 Vin Diesel didn't take his shirt off? Didn't take his shirt off, or yeah. Or, well, that's why nobody heard of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that female demographic viewership just going, oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> uh, wait, what do we talk about now? Uh, any, any other trailer movies you... You saw that might catch attention. Um, John Wick. Um, did I, they, show, they show the trailer? See, yeah, the new John Wick. I'm gonna see that. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I didn't know they showed the trailer on that one. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw uh, a Scream trailer. Um, they showed that. Okay. I saw. I saw it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just looked up Super Bowl trailers, and then it just played a bunch. And so I saw a, the Scream trailer. Which reminded me of that movie. Now it's in the Scream trailer. It shows these the, the uh, Jenna Ortega, you know, mm-hmm. the hot girl of the month. She's her and a bunch of other chicks are like crawling across. They're at like a in like a uh, a part or like buildings in New York, like brownstones and shit. And they're mm-hmm. running across the roofs. And then there's this one build two buildings where there's like a ladder bridge, like a ladder between the buildings and they got to crawl across while Ghostface is chasing them and shit. And I was like, that remind. do you remember that movie Judgment Night? With the uh, yeah, the yeah, I remember it, yeah. There's that same scene where they had to run across the, was it Cuba Gooden in that? Dennis Leary. I think Leary he was. It, it's, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but yeah. House of Pain guy and shit. Uh, but yeah, that was like the same shit. It reminded me of that. Like, oh, they're, they're the Judgment Night where they had to run across the, the ladder bridge between the two buildings. And shit. I don't know. and then yeah i saw the creed trailer yeah the guardians of the galaxy trailer indiana jones trailer yeah Yeah, so you know cool all right uh oh yeah the the indiana jones trailer was like like 40 seconds or some shit like that and they showed like cgi version of him young yeah it's yeah we talked about that shit like a couple months we we saw that yeah we we went into depth about that also What is this? Yeah, this movie I want to talk about. Okay, so yeah, so Ben Affleck has more than one movie coming out, not just The Flash. He's also starring in the Michael Jordan movie. So yeah, so the Michael Jordan the Michael movie, movie. Yes, they're making a Michael Jordan movie starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. So 
That's all I'm going to say. About Coming that. out next February. <laughs> exactly. They announced <laughs> this on Black History Month. Like, really? <laughs> no. uh, the Marvel. Did they, they show that? They didn't show, the they didn't show that. Did they? About, oh, they I saw like that. a Secret Invasion trailer. Eh. Did it? Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't even see a Marvel trailer. I, I watched it later on. Honestly, that's a TV show or is that the That's a movie. movie? Yeah, you know what? Here's the I thing, didn't Vic. See that. Here's the thing, Vic. You're saying the Marvel's trailer was whack. I don't think it's as whack as you think it is. Because if it was as whack as you think it is, and it's the Marvel's trailer, the internet would go nuts. Because the internet has been waiting for this trailer to come out. To tear it to shreds. That's because because you got your favorites, Brie Larson, Miss Marvel. They oh, just wasn't wanted... Brie Larson in the new Fast movie? She was in the Fast and Furious movie. Exactly. She's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, shout out to Brie Larson. Um, But, yeah, that's all the trailers I can think of. I can't think of anything else. So, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Move on. Moving on to the next thing. Let's saw something that we saw. Well, let's saw something I saw. I, I saw do want to. You, you saw it, too. But before we get there, I'm going I'm to I'm 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 tee you up. You know, right. I'm an alley goopy. You know, oh, uh, I do want to let everybody know that the season finale of Velma aired. You know, so it's done. So Velma can no longer hurt you. It's okay. That was quick. Yeah, they got in, got out, got that shit done. So yeah, so you don't have to worry about Velma anymore. Now let's talk about a show that Velma was trying to imitate. That actually was pretty good. Harley Quinn, which came oh. back. Well, didn't didn't come back this this week, but they had like a special. You know, yeah. like those Marvel specials came out. They basically did a special like that for this one. So yeah. So Eli, I'm yeah, gonna let but, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take over for this because I oh. feel like I've been talking too much. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in when I need to. But yeah, people try to hear me. Oh well, this is the Harley Quinn Valentine's Day problematic special or some shit it was called. And it, yeah, it's just like you said. It, it was just. Uh, a, a special. It has nothing to do with like the season or like. Like like last season, Ivy joined the uh, the Legion of Doom and shit. And uh, well, not last season she she joined the Bat Family. No, Harley joined the Bat Family, but ain't oh. Ivy joining the Legion of Doom and shit? Oh she yeah, she get... did. She did yeah. do that. Yeah, there was okay. always like drama going on on the show. On the show, but this show, this 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 Valentine's Day special didn't touch on any of that shit. A, like a little bit. It, it's like in the background, like like Bruce Wayne was in, is in jail. Oh, and that okay, happened like yeah, the yeah. last episode. But it's like real quick. It don't have nothing to do with what we got going on right now. So basically, as long as you got an idea of the show, you're fine. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's a little one-off, little special. And I laughed my ass off. This show made my week. <laughs> 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 but it's basically Harley Quinn trying to uh give poison ivy the best valentine's day she's ever had and the crazy shit she does to do that um <laughs> and and um yeah she <laughs> it's 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 um she like kidnaps like stages this big huge kidnapping at her favorite restaurant and then they kill that guy and then but then ivy's like it was okay and shit so then she steals wonder woman's lasso of truth to try and see if <laughs> for the sole purpose of trying to see if if that was her favorite valentine's day and she says it wasn't 
So then she You're goes like, to yeah, Et- top three, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then she goes to Etrigan the Demon to get some. My magic boy Etrigan. Stuff. Anytime Etrigan shows up, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you disappointed he wasn't rapping? Like there was no, no he like, was beat. rapping. He was rapping, yeah, but there was like no beats behind it. <laughs> there was no beat behind it, but as long as he had, a, he did have a cadence. He did have a cadence. Yeah. Behind it, so I'm like, yeah, he was give talking. Me that. Yeah, Etrigan was talking in rhymes. It was funny as hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she goes to Etrigan to get a spell to give Poison Ivy the biggest orgasm she's ever had. And <laughs> she does, and she ends up like infecting the whole Gotham City with like pheromones <laughs> or whatever, which makes the whole city horny, and they all start <laughs> fucking each other. <laughs> and then Bane. Holy shit. The, <laughs> the Bane shit was hilarious, man. Yeah. So Bane is lonely on Valentine's Day, and then he is like wandering the city, lonely and shit. Um, he meets up with a dominatrix, <laughs> who confuses him like like an S and M getup. Yeah, because Bane's in his getup. He's in his fucking S <laughs> and M uniform. So <laughs> she, he ends up accompanying her to like this one of her appointments, and um, she starts penis shaming the guy. So then. Bane starts feeling self-conscious about his penis size. So then he goes to Etrigan. To do- <laughs> he goes to Etrigan. To basically buys a bone appeal. Basically. Yeah, he buy- he gets like this magic potion from Etrigan. <laughs> takes it, but then it says, don't take it if you have venom or whatever. The <laughs> right. But he didn't he did he he read it after he took the he took yeah. the uh, So the venom, the HGH and the and this Etrigan pill. Ends up, he ends up growing to like kaiju size. <laughs> Bane grows a big giant, and then his libido, and then her, or Ivy's pheromones are in the air. He ends up breathing it all in. So he's this big giant Godzilla sized Bane who's horny as fuck, and he just goes around fucking buildings. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes you can see the shadow of his dick when he's walking <laughs> over people. It's just like, and that's well, the shit that had me laughing. Yeah, what was clever is like how they kept covering up his dick. Like it was like <laughs> right. a Mack truck. And then... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Harley and Ivy has to go stop Bane. Stop gigantic Godzilla-sized, horned-out Bane from fucking the city to destruction. Right. And <laughs> Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Because he he sees him doing a one man Valentine show. And he wants oh, to, see, wants I didn't know him. who that was. So. Yeah. Okay. 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 Remember uh, Ted Lasso? I don't watch that show. So. Okay. Thor Love and Thunder. Hercules. Okay. That guy. Same guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that la- la- last. Um, and then, oh, fucking Clayface. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They did some weird shit with Clayface. Clayface, uh, he's an actor (laughs) (laughs) who gets split apart and he starts falling in love with his own ass. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like he's literally up his own ass the whole time. But he can't touch his own, but he can't touch it because if they touch it, they reabsorb themselves. Yeah, love, but they gotta love each other. Yeah, that shit was crazy too. This is just zany, (laughs) fucked up humor right up my alley and i was i loved it i was laughing my ass off and um but there was still a lot of heart to it you know right because at the end of the day it's still harley trying to overcommit and overdo a relationship because she's just you know yes she she always tried to hard and that's what always gets you in trouble you know yeah i mean i mean um and especially val uh, now i'm i'm with poison ivy i think valentine's day is the stupidest fucking holiday I think it's totally fucking useless. I think it adds 
more fights than actual romance. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And most you know? of the time, it's just dudes in the doghouse trying to get their way out of it. Like, this is my last yeah, chance for my baby yeah. back, you know. I'm going to just post them up since we're talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> just put them up over us. They don't want to look at us. Yeah, just cover us up. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, like um, yeah, Poison Ivy, she's just like ain't into Valentine's Day. And here's Harley Quinn who wants, who's trying so hard to do, you know, to, to like, you know, validate herself and, and, and prove how much she loves, you know. Right. And she's Poison thinking Ivy. like, yeah, because yeah. it's a, another relationship she's in. And she's trying so hard that she's just doing everything he can. But she didn't understand that sometimes, you know. But at the same time, I think Poison Ivy likes it that Harley tries so hard. Yeah, I think she, I, even though yeah. she pretends like she doesn't, she she like she has she does I think, like. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, to be to you know to be with somebody who's like, you know, you know, emotionally draining and like you know, so very needy and you know what I mean. You know yeah. where you know that that how exhausting that can be. You know in a relationship and then versus someone who's constantly trying to validate themselves of, of what somebody else's thinks, you know, uh, you know, prove themselves to somebody, you know, they need validation from somebody else and not loving themselves enough. I mean, I think it, sp- it speaks volumes to like relationships. Yeah. I mean, but that's how yeah. Harley got in a situation to begin with, because that's how Joker was able to get her. Yeah. And you know, her he was able trust- to, to pinpointing the insecurities in yeah her not trusting ivy ivy does love her ivy does care about ivy ivy does appreciate what she does she's just a little low-key about it she's not as you know high maintenance as harley is and she (laughs) right you know they're two very opposite uh they're, they're, they're two opposites so i thought that was pretty cool and uh you know very touching as well is it is actually there was a human level of you know, dramatic emotional weight right. to this whole with, with all this insanity that was going on. Yes, around, like the that, you know. crude humor that it was, the crazy shit that was going <laughs> on, that there was a, a lot of heart. Because yeah. now <laughs> when Bane says uh, in the, in the Dark Knight movie, it will be especially painful for you. <laughs> I'll never listen to that line the same way again. So, <laughs> yeah, his was it grammar was his like turn off or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had to turn him off. They had to figure out right had to find some way otherwise he was gonna fuck the dude from yeah. Ted Lasso. My libido <laughs> knows no bounds or some shit. Oh man, Bane just came yeah. in the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was great, you know. Oh man. So yeah, so we highly recommend it. So here's the thing: instead of hate watching shit all the time, go find stuff you like. Don't yeah. worry about Velma. Don't worry about Velma. Fuck Velma. You know, watch yeah. Harley Quinn, it's on there, awesome show, it's funny. Uh, all kind of cameo stuff like that. You get Superman and Dark Side with Melania Trump for some reason. I don't know why. Oh yeah, that was those uh, scenes from uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah, you know those that where they have interviews of different couples. They have Superman and Lois. They had Hawkman and Hawk Girl. That oh, know, and Hawkman and Hawk Girl were voiced by the Abbott Academy people. Oh, I'm sorry, Abbott Elementary people. But yeah. I've not watched that yet. I've heard good things. Good show, good show. When they they pretty much throw Emmys at that show and awards at it. So okay. yeah, but yeah, it, it was like yeah, Aquaman and Mira, and just you know, like in Harry Met Sally, they basically talk about the first time they met and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it was, and it, was, it yeah. ends with Harley and Ivy, you know, talking about how they met. So yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah. good. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's heartwarming. Yeah. It, yeah, it was. It really was. Besides, hilarious as fuck. If you're into that crude humor like me but it's also very very uh you know heartfelt and 
Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, I'm just saying. As far as they went with this show, I'm wondering how they're going to top themselves when the new season come out. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they went yeah. this hard. So yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah five out of five, double thumbs. Five up. out of five for me too. So that's that's like the first five out of five that we agreed on in a while, in like <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, we highly recommend it. if you haven't seen it, go see it. So yeah, uh, move on to the next part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get this uh swole dude off. Okay. <laughs> Back to us, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's the comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and we're just gonna jump into it. And we got a lot of books because it came, came, uh, came with it this week. Well, I don't know if you like what you read, but I read some stuff, so I'm gonna let you go first. Let's, let's see what you got. All right, well, I guess I'll uh, should I do Ghost Rider. I'll do Ghost Rider. I'll start out let's with Ghost, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider number 11. Benjamin Percy continues his run. Been, Don't he have like a crossover with Wolverine coming up? He does. It seems like that's what he's probably building up towards. Because this was another filler issue, I feel. You know, just kind of filling in the blanks until something really cool happens. So basically what's been going on in this Benjamin Percy run is Ghost Rider's been traveling around the country. He's he At first he had a demon called Exhaust uh, within him that uh, Blackheart had you know, possessed this, put this demon inside him. So to distract Johnny, while Blackheart went around the country fucking up everything and making it nice and evil to take over, basically bring about hell upon Earth. Um, At some point, Wolverine cut out the exhaust demon um, and uh, Johnny Blaze teamed up with this ex-FBI agent who specializes in the occult. Her name was Talia War Road, and they went, then they continued, uh, you know, their adventures of driving around the country, fighting, you know, monsters and demons in different towns and stuff, kind of like, you know, a monster of the week, you know, uh, scenario, Um, basically what's been going on in this run. Um, And this one, they're kind of continuing. They defeated exhaust in the last episode or last issue and they're still going around the country cleaning up trying to fight all the demons and monsters that blackheart has summoned um and there's like a long montage of them just like a big splash page of different towns different monsters them fighting up kind of cleaning up the mess at some point ghost rider's new demon cycle comes to life and they have to fight it and they gotta fight his cycle does he get like another his... cycle to fight his cycle or... no um the talia the fbi agents like this thing is actually uh you know because she's like psychic and shit and she's like this thing is a bad omen we can't you got to get rid of this thing because it's kind of you know um you know fucking with us so he tries to get rid of it but it comes back and then they end up fighting it and um, he ends up destroying it, and they take off in a car, and uh, they're going to Savannah, Georgia. That's one of the other haunted spots, and they get there, and the place is on fire, and it says to be continued. Kind of another lackluster issue. I feel it feels like they're just like, you know, building up towards something. I, I guess that's what they're doing. They're gonna probably bring the Wolverine crossover. So not much happens in this book again. For like the second month in a row, it feels like it feels this. Well, last last issue was like the big finale, and it felt like it was rushed. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And this one, it's just sort of like, it's just filler. Oh, they're going to go. Meanwhile, they're cleaning up the city or the cleaning up the country. And, you know, and then they, he gets into a fight with his motorcycle and then that's about it, you know? So, um, yeah, another three out of five. I still dig, you know, the idea. I like the art, you know, this is probably uh, some of the coolest horror shit I've seen in a Marvel comic in a while. Um, so I'm still on it and I'll just waiting for that big event to happen, you know? So, yeah. Cool. I may jump on that when the event come on. Anything I need to fill in, I'm pretty sure you'll fill me in on it. So Yeah, yeah. All right. So what do we got next? What do we, well, first book I'm going to do. First book I'm going to do, like I said, this is Black History Month. So I'm going to try to do as many Black books as I can find. And luckily for me, or maybe, I don't know, maybe I should look into this. They're not very hard to find this month. There's going to be a lot of like black superhero books coming out this week. For instance, one is Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. So now, the first time I heard about this book, I was like, because I heard about this book like last month. I'm like, why the hell is Storm leading Magneto's old team, the Brotherhood? What the hell does that do with anything? But in context, it makes sense. I'll get into it in a second because it's all ties into the sins of sinister storyline so basically at the end of it we'll just have to go into it out and i'll catch you up so yeah so yeah so what we have here storm and the brotherhood of evil mutants no not evil mutants just mutants there we go let's jump into it see what's going on all right so uh basically what's going on with storm it starts off with the beginning of mars getting destroyed you know storm's home you know and it pretty much starts up with the old martin scorsese story i bet you wonder how we got in this situation you know they back up, rewind. It basically shows that what happened in Sins of Sinister when Storm is like pissed off at the White Council for all the crazy shit they're doing. Get called out, finds out that Mr. Sinister is still alive. The Quiet Council tries to mind control her. She escapes. And before she gets to war, Destiny talks into not going to war. So instead, she goes to Mars and prepares the troop and tells everybody in Mars to get ready for, you know, Mr. Sinister and the Quiet Council to attack. And they do attack. But they weren't ready for the attack because that's when he sends like a planet worth of chimeras or chimeras attacking everything. And they, just, they just blow up Mars. It's blow up Mars. That's it. So they're gone. Oh, and he's got multiple men and he's like cloned multiple, multiple men. And they all have different X-Men powers like Angel and whatever and stuff like that. And they just wipe out everybody. So I think Nova dies. I think maybe, you know, uh, Storm is just pissed. And yet yeah, they blow up Mars. So but only a piece of Mars is still around. And they call that piece Asteroid S. S is for Storm, you know. So basically they're trying to uh, put together a plan on what to do about the Quiet Council of Mr. Sinister. And Storm is pissed off at Destiny because Destiny told Storm not to attack the right thing in there. She want to know why you, why you uh, told me not to attack them. Uh, and then we see Storm now, and now she's wearing like Magneto's, you know, helmet or whatever. You know, I guess she's doing that so the psychics can't attack her anymore. You know, so to attend. oh i like this little font right here it's kind of like like star wars where you know hope in the galaxy has died and all the stuff like that so yeah it's like it's in three like you're supposed to wear three glasses yeah they, they want you to have that effect it basically feels star wars e right there you know that like the title crawl so mm-hmm. so we get to destiny and this is just like look I, I told you not to attack them for a reason don't worry the time is coming she's like i don't want to hear all that destiny tell me the reason why like if you're even here and then that's when Somebody walks up on Destiny, stabs her, and it turns out it was never Destiny. It was Mystique the whole time, you know. And she's just like, Mystique, why the hell are you here? It's like, because even though Destiny uh, saw the future that you weren't going to kill her, 
I didn't trust that. So I decided to come myself. But anyway, I'm going to give you the message that Destiny wanted me to give you. And basically the message is, how would you like, what would you do if uh, Araka could come back? So basically she can revive Mars and she's going to tell her how to do it. Basically how to do it, Mr. Sinister has a clone lab of a 10-year-old Moria Metagger stuck in his lab right now. And basically how Moria Metagger's powers work is that when she dies, the timeline gets reset. So what Mr. Sinister is going to do once he's tired of this timeline, he's just going to kill her and reset the timeline. So all you have to do, Storm, is find her, kill this 10-year-old Moria Metagger, reset the timeline, everything's back to normal. That's it. She's like, well, that sounds pretty easy. Okay. And she gets the brotherhood together and they got the plan. Let's go kill this 10-year-old. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she gathers the, and here's the list of the brotherhood and they got a whole bunch of cables on the team. Uh, whiz kids on the team at the very bottom it says guest starring mystique but it's got like a question mark on it <laughs> so you're like maybe she's here and basically they tell uh storm and the brotherhood where they are you know claim does his body slide body slide by seven and they're at moria island because of course mr sinister is a comedian of course he's going to put the base of the clone moria at the bottom of moria's old base you know so but of course when they get there it's heavily protected by a bunch of other chimeras and they all get attacked and they get rushed down, you know. So Storm tells them, okay, y'all st- protect them, and I'm going to go down to the bottom of his base and find out what's the bo- at the bottom of, of Mrs. Sinister's base. So she calls forth this typhoon and burrs a hole directly all the way to the bottom of Moria Island. And just like, well, damn, Storm, if you're that strong, why the hell you needed us? And the other guy's like, well, she don't need us. And so I'm like, no, I'm, I might need you. I might need you just in case of a situation like this. So they go down all the way down to the bottom. She uses her wind powers to help them fly there. When they get there, they see a bunch of other chimeras there waiting for them to protect this big ball that has like this impenetrable force around. Like nobody can break this forces because basically sense to use every single mutant that has like armor powers and put it on that thing, like Unisty Untouchable and all the people like that, you know. Uh, so basically they got to fight these monsters and find a way around it. But Whiskey has a way around it. He's like, how about this? Instead of us trying to break into the ball to find out what's in the ball, why don't we just teleport the entire ball out of here? And there you go. So that, and then we'll figure out how to stop it, how to get him break into it later on. Then we won't have to worry about Mr. Sinister Forces. So they get there, and while they're fighting, they get this big lightning bolt that comes through. And but they look around the lightning bolt, they see Mystique kind of fading away. They're like, wait a minute. Mystique was never here. So yeah, Mystique was never there. Mystique was actually here <laughs> she was whiz kids the whole time and the reason why that other guy couldn't pick up on mystique this time because like he did last time is because mystique was basically using tails to fake him out she's like if i really wanted to have it where you couldn't tell who i was you wouldn't i made you think you knew who i was so she stabbed storm in the gut teleported uh that ball to somewhere else other than asteroid s and she teleported out of herself so Storm is just bleeding out right now. He's like, I failed you, goddess. I failed you. And Storm is like, don't worry. Uh, Mystique didn't kill me. And Mr. Sinister can't kill me either. So we fast forward to some other place in space somewhere. And we see Destiny. And basically Destiny's talking to somebody. And Destiny's like, okay, so why don't you want the timeline reset? She's like, well, isn't it obvious? I'm alive and my wife is alive here. As long as we're alive, I don't really give a shit what happens to the rest of the world. The world will go to hell for all I care. Mr. Sinister can have his fun. You know, so I don't want Mr. Sinister to reset the timeline. And that's when the bubble opens up and this guy is there. Who is this guy? I don't know. 
to be continued. So, yeah. So that story, I thought it was pretty cool. It was interesting. It caught my attention. There is going to be another part in this, but I think the next storyline is going to be like 100 years in the future. So I don't know how Storm is going to be there. So, yeah. All so, right. Yeah. All right. Well, the Brotherhood. I guess I'll move on to Daredevil. So you didn't read this? <laughs> I had to give you this one, man. I had to give you this one. You I feel like I play a crew. Yeah, I read it. Oh, okay. Well, you can help me out then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I can help you out because I read this book and I was like, what the fuck? Before we get there, before we get there, the reason I like the book, because we actually got like a, a, a meme on our page that's kind of like trending right now. Uh, because all I did is open the book and I just saw this. Now, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I put the poster up and I was just like, yes, this is a Daredevil comic. Like, what the fuck, Marvel? What the hell is how is this ain't street level? Devil is supposed to be street level. What street yeah. is this? <laughs> so, <laughs> so for people that can't tell right now, and Eli's gonna break it down, but that is Punisher riding a dragon <laughs> while they're fighting a ninja war with undead assassins with other shit ninja going on. Ninja zombies and shit. Ninja zombies. So, but this is Daredevil. So is Daredevil, I don't yeah. that's why I feel like, oh yeah, I missed some shit. You know how when you play a video game. And you haven't played it in a while, and you pick it up like a month later, and you're like, "What the fuck yeah. am I?" That's what this is. <laughs> or you play, or you're playing a game, and then your brother comes home while you're at work and, and fucking beat beats, beats the right? game, beats the game for you and shit, and you pick it up. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. So this is like part yeah. eight of this story, and I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck a dragon come from? You know? Over here. Well, to your credit, I have not been. I did not read any of the Ninja Punisher shit, so I don't know where the dragon came from either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, the whole Jason era of Ninja Punisher where he joins the hand and because this lead, is all tied into that. So yeah. leading the hand and shit. Well, yeah, I didn't read any of that shit, but that's what Punisher's doing. He's the leader of the hand now. They got a dragon, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's he doesn't have guns anymore. He's got swords. Uh, and a dragon and a dragon <laughs> why you need guns if you got a dragon like okay yeah man you've been doing it wrong this whole time what do you do pew pew and my dragon like <laughs> and um well as far as daredevil well daredevil and um electra they're now married <laughs> fat tease apologizing 20 years later <laughs> uh yeah um yeah, so Daredevil and uh, uh, Nacho or Nacho. <laughs> What's her name? Electra Nacha Nachado. Uh, like Nacho Libre. I, I do <laughs> Electra Nachiosi. Something like that. Anyways, yeah. Daredevil and Electra are married. They're leading the Fist, which is the the ninja clan that was supposed to destroy the Hand back in right. some ancient prophecies. Not the foot. That is something completely different. Yeah, that's the Nothing Ninja to do with Turtles. Daredevil. Yeah, par- Ninja Turtles. yeah, Ninja Turtles are parodying, right. a, making fun of the Daredevil universe. Right. Um, excuse me. Uh, so, so yeah, Daredevil and and Electra, they they got this new Ninja clan. They they're trying to build up their army to because. Frank Castle in the hand been going around the world assassinating leaders and shit and doing fucked up shit. So they're trying to build their army. So they like broke into that one super villain. It ain't the raft. It ain't the negative zone. Um, the there's some other. Myriad. I, 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 
I've never heard of it before. But I, I forget understand. what it was, but yeah. they broke out a bunch of supervillains to recruit for their army. And so here's their first battle. They go, they, 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 they have their big first battle. Yes, it's ninjas versus zombie ninjas versus dragons versus supervillains versus, yeah, just a big giant, uh, you know, battle going on. And it basically gets to the essence of Daredevil and Punisher's conflict. You know, um, Daredevil is a man of God. He's Catholic. He believes he's, you know, doing good. It's basically good and evil. You know, you know, Daredevil's good. Frank is evil. You know, Daredevil is God. Frank is the devil. You know, that type of this to the total biblical symbolism going on, you know. And of course, you know, Matt is narrating everything, you know, how he's uh and his whole philosophy, like, you know, Frank is like, you let out, you broke murderers out of prison and shit, you know, and, and Daredevil's like, hey, I believe that there's good in people and I'm reforming them, you know. They're fighting for good now. Which they're is why he breaking up break out these supervillains, right? Yeah, they repent. They're repenting, you know. They're, you know, because Stiltman is on the team. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of supervillains are on, like, um, but um, but uh, he's like, you know what? And it's like, I let you live too long, Frank. You know, I thought, mm -hmm. I, you know, the reason why I never killed you before is because you were removing scum off the street. You were actually doing some good, but now you've totally dedicated yourself to evil, and now I got to put you down. So they have this big knock him down, drag out fight. Um, he doesn't kill Frank. Uh, they they beat the beat the shit out of each other. Um, even uh, Electra, she gets fucked up too. Um, and uh, and yeah, they, they end up losing the battle, but they escape. And they said, "We you know um, we we we're this is just the first battle. We're gonna win this war." Blah 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 blah. Um, at the end of the book, the very last page. Um, they had some sort of magic veil or whatever over their battle. So they were, so the Avengers could not see where they were. Mm -hmm. Well, now that veil is lifted and, you know, Tony Stark and Cap, they're all like, Oh, they're pissed at Daredevil for breaking out those. those yeah. They're like, yeah. there's Daredevil. He broke out all those supervillains. Well, let's go get him. So that's basically <laughs> where the book ends. Um, yeah, this is crazy. Um, I don't know how to feel about yeah Punisher riding the dragon and Ninja Punisher. <laughs> I, I I never thought that was a we, we've cool never idea. seen that before. But it, like, is there something we need to see? Yeah, it's I like, mean, sure. For like, a, is, is this a Ben don't break situation, or you yeah. know, or are we jumping the shark? You know, you know, you, you want to expand on the character? Fine. I, I and they did. I I wasn't into yeah. it. Um, but I mean, yeah. this is give this is giving me Batman in space vibes. You know, and it's written <laughs> written by the same guy. <laughs> No shit. no shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I picked yeah. up. So just like, okay, so Chips Adarsky has been hitting the good weed lately. So okay, yeah. yeah. But I do appreciate on a philosophical level, you know, the whole the dynamic between Matt and Frank, Daredevil and Punisher. You know, they were opposites, end of the law. But Daredevil you can tell was this story without dragons and zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can just be saying. on the rooftop just doing the same shit, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's all this biblical symbol symbolism you know yeah. um you know frank frank operates outside the law matt murdoch is a lawyer who you know represents the law 
But always, but always let the thing I loved about the Punisher, he's always pointed out the hypocrisy of characters like Daredevil or Batman. Because he or, works outside the law. Yeah. Even though he's yeah, a lawyer. You know? Yeah. I mean, Daredevil and Batman and Spider-Man, they all they they break the law because the system doesn't work in catching these criminals. So they yeah. they are actually breaking the law themselves to catch these criminals, only to let these criminals' fate be judged by the very system that is broken. Just like in The Dark Knight Returns, where Frank Miller had Batman say to Alfred, we, we're criminals, Alfred. We always have been. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And Frank is like, fuck yeah. No, just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so I let, always let like God that. sort him out. Just send him yeah, off. <laughs> I always like that dynamic. It's like Punisher points out the hypocrisy and these do-gooder, you know, these do-gooder characters um and as far as the but you know and i can appreciate the biblical undertones but to me i i i view it as order and chaos mm -hmm. you know daredevil's all about order and frank is a storm frank is a hurricane frank is chaos you know yin and yang so to speak you know but they both they both um they're opposite forces but they both have a bit of each other in within themselves you know there's good in frank there's darkness in daredevil you know, and now, I my, think my thing is, my thing is, I hope they didn't have a situation where they're saying that Frank is being mind control. I, I hate that shit. Let him do this shit on his own free will, because just like when he was in the Secret Empire and Nazi cap was like recruiting people like Punisher wasn't mind control of curse. Either. He was like, sign me up. Let's go. You know, so I hope it's the same situation here where if he is, you know, in a ninja army stuff like that, like he did it on his own free will. He wasn't mind controlled or anything like that. He just because even in this, he just said, I don't give a shit about none of the shit you're doing, Daredevil. I just care about the mission. That's it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think and Daredevil I, thinks he's mind control. And I don't know. I like I said, I have not read that Punisher, the Ninja Punisher run. I don't know. I haven't read it. But I heard that the hand resurrected Frank's wife. To oh, get yeah, she was in the first join. issue. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. get him to join. And I was like, I don't know that Frank would like be that pussy lip. <laughs> I think he would. I mean, he's already murdering everybody because of his wife to begin with, anyway. So if they can resurrect her, which they can, yeah, you know, to but to okay, now I'm going to fight for basically an essentially a criminal organization. That's my I mean, thing. but they but they kind of but but here's the thing: if they're criminal, but he's not working for them; they're working for him. So I see. I didn't read that, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's no, what I'm saying. I, I like know. the hand is doing what he wants him to do. Okay. So see, they're, they're I, I, his I army. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But but um, yeah. This. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell you. On, I'm not trying to sell you. Yeah. I'm just saying. This. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Frank is more of a force of nature. You know, he's more. He that he just represents like a storm, just uh, you know, just chaos. You know, um, he does have a code though. He does have you know, like I said, there is goodness in Frank. You know. Which and then there's the order that is Daredevil, who's all about lawyer and you know keeping the law, law and order. But he has a darkness within him himself too, you know. Whereas Daredevil was sort of his character, like his his abilities were born out of the dark, and he lives in total darkness because he's blind. Yeah, you know. Because I didn't read this storyline, but hell, Daredevil took over the hand one time. Yeah. That Shadowland shit. I didn't read that story, but yeah. Yeah. But Daredevil like sort of went through the darkness and came out, whereas Frank right. stays in the darkness. Right. But and even in this story, I like I like it when he was like the the reason because Frank Punisher trying to tell uh Daredevil, God is dead, God died when my, my wife and kids died. And Daredevil was like, nah, my God is alive. 
because you're alive because I'm letting you live right now. Yeah. <laughs> but what if God wanted me to be your punisher? I was like, okay, that's yeah, a, that was pretty, pretty cool. That's now, pretty like cool I said, the darkness of the da- of Daredevil coming out, you yeah. know, um, which I thought, like, like I said, on a philosophical level, I enjoyed that, you know, those li- th- those little like his narration and beats. I did enjoy that about this comic, but the dragons and the swords, I don't know. <laughs> like this shit looked like some anime Naruto shit, man. Like yeah. the fourth Ninja War or some shit. Yeah. It doesn't look like Daredevil. Yeah. And I'm not trying to pigeonhole, oh, Daredevil has to be on the streets and has to be mobsters and shit. And, you know, I mean, one thing I did like about Daredevil is there is ninjas in it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. I don't know about Ninja Punisher. So yeah, I mean, I don't know about the <laughs> aesthetics of this book was like, uh, but I did like the, you know, the, 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 the topics that it brings up, you know, the, the nature, the two opposite natures of these characters colliding once again, you know, which I did appreciate. So. Yeah. And plus he's a po- uh, hypocrite. Like I said, did that was married to an assassin. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's trying, he's trying to save her or whatever. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever want to justify, however you know people justify things, you know. But yeah, I can um, change her. Yeah, all stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll give it a three point five out of five. You know, I'm not into the whole dragon shit, even though I think dragons are cool. But like, I you mean, said, and that, I, that I, the way he drew the dragon looks cool. Yeah, there, so. like Daredevil and Punisher. I expect you know. I'm not trying to pigeonhole it, but I expect, yeah, a street level sort of crime noir, not this fantastical, you know, Lord of the Rings shit. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> you know, but whatever. And, you know. and some people, I show this panel to some people, some people are like, well, the Disney uh, Plus episode show isn't like this. I don't want it. No. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give it a 3.5 out of 5. It, it was definitely interesting. I, I give it a 3.5 out of 5 also, but I think my 3.5 out of 5 is higher than your 3.5 out of 5, but still 3.5 out of 5. So Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So next book I'm going to do is Bishop War College. So it's a... I, I feel like... Um, X, X books, huh? You're just X-ing it's, it I'm up? doing X... Well, I'm, I'm doing black books, <laughs> but they just happen to be X books. So it's like, you know... <laughs> i'll do it both so yeah so the reason i picked this up because yes it is a it, bishop has a book he's a black superhero first time having a book black writer so technically i kind of have to pick it up you know even though it's kind of like one of those mini series and things like that so yeah we're gonna talk about it and yes you see on the cover right there you see bishop with a bunch of black x-men what does that mean nothing for this book so i'm just letting you know that right now it's just clickbait they do show up later on, but it really has nothing to do with the story. So let's just jump into it. Why are we? Why does Bishop have his own book? So let's go to it. Uh, oh, before we get there, I do want you to know this letter right here is a letter written by Danny Moonstar. No shit. Telling, yeah, she's sending a letter to the Quiet Council saying that Bishop needs to step down as Captain Commander. And we'll find out why. So it's the BIPOC men. <laughs> It's the right the, the BIPOC X Men. Honestly, that's why I picked it up because Danny Moonstar was in the side. Like, let me read this shit, see what, what Eli say about it. So yeah, all right. So Bishop is yelling at you know. Okay, so the name of the book is War College, but it's called War College is because Bishop basically started like a military school to train the kids of Krakoa to stay ready for war. You know, in this case, war pops out because basically he's like they're getting fat and lazy on Krakoa because they're in paradise. You know, so that's the whole thing about that. So he's like 
pushing these kids who I've never been again, again, again. Until the kids just like, uh-uh, enough, time out. I'm done with this shit. Fuck you, Bishop. I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm out. The kids get mad and they leave. You know, they're like, you pushing us too hard. And they get in an argument and they leave. And as soon as they leave, that's when... Okay, so they leave. And that's when Danny Moonstar shows up. And she's like, I told you, Bishop. I told you, quit pushing them. You know? And she's like, I got to push him because we never, you never know, know when the next threat is coming. And if we don't push him now, then they're going to be soft when the threat comes. And she's just like, look, I had a conversation with the choir council and other war captains, and they don't like the way you're doing this. And, and Bishop is like, wait, why did you talk to the war captains without me? I'm the captain commander. You talk to me and I talk to them. She's like, well, be that as it may, we're all in agreement. This is your last day at the war college. We're kicking you out. You're no longer captain commander after this. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're taking the kids away from you. So, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, Danny, when we start saying you suck, uh, Bishop stays in, you know, stares off in the sunset, just like, oh, am I too hard on these kids? You know, and then he walks away. And as soon as he walks away, that's when some bad guys show up. The Strucker twins or Femmer's twins, whatever you want to call them. Nazi mutants and shit like that. So they're here and it's like, I'm glad Bishop left. Now we can attack the island and do whatever the fuck we're going to do. So, yeah. So they're doing their thing, but they're sneaking in someplace. Oh, and now we got to talk about the kids. Teenage drama. Teenage drama. Teenage drama. Don't care. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's back. what the X-Men. That's what the X-Men are. <laughs> I get it. I'm supposed to be all CW and shit, but I don't, I don't care. You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> So Bishop is having nightmares because he always has nightmares basically about the future because, you know, it comes from this dystopian future where everything's fucked up. So that's why he's pushing these kids so hard because in his mind, he still thinks that future is coming back. You know, opens the door, sees a bunch of skulls because that's how he grew up, you know, and he wakes up, you know, and he's like, oh, shit, now I got to keep pushing these kids because if I don't, you know, they're not going to be ready for the future that I grew up in, you know. So he basically tells the kids, okay, I got you kids for one more day. Because they're kicking me out, they're shutting down the college. So we're gonna do one more training session. So he takes them to the uh, like the base, all the way to the bottom, and he meets the, and they meet this uh, other mutant named Tempo. And Tempo has the power to like loop time. So basically, what you're gonna do? Since I got you for one more day, we're going to loop this time, this day, over and over again, like Groundhog's Day. And you kids are gonna train until I get this shit right. And after that, I'm gonna see you back to the top. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna get kicked out, and that's gonna be it. You know. So they in the time bubble and he just trains them again, again, again. And that's when the Strucker twins show up and basically they start causing all kind of havoc and stuff like that. So they're like, oh shit, we got to stop the Strucker twins. So when they stop the Strucker twins, uh, Tempest powers get all out of control and shit like that, trying to stop them. It interferes with like Bishop's powers and they get sucked in like another time loop. Oh, and the kids get hit with some kind of mutant goo that takes away their powers. So they have the powers, you know, and Bishop gets sucked into another. He gets sucked, both him and Temple get sucked to a time portal. And they teleport into like another dimension, I think. And they go to, cut to the end, cut to the end, cut to the end. Here we go. Yeah. He wakes up at the Xavier Mansion, which had been torn down. And he sees the Black X-Men to be continued. So, yeah. So this was clickbait. They want you to keep reading the next issue to find out what's going on about the Black X-Men. I don't give a shit about the Black X-Men from another multiverse. We've seen this shit before. So, I've been bamboozled.
but that's okay. <laughs> At least give me one time. So, yes, yeah. The score, man. I'm trying to see. Should I even give it a three? This. <laughs> It's 2.5, 2.5. This was a fucking waste yeah, of time. The reason it was real, fucking man. waste it, it, it was a fucking waste of time because they they advertised it as Black X-Men. It, but they don't show up to the very end. They're like, oh, check out the next issue for the Black X-Men. Uh-uh. You had one time to get me. You had one time to get me. You didn't get me. I'm out. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'll do alien number six. This wraps up that story arc about steel team the steel team story arc now steel team is the uh an army mercenary group of synthetics the androids from the alien universe um they were commissioned to go to a planet that was uh overrun by aliens because the science facility on that planet has alien DNA that could save humanity from this viral outbreak. Except the thing that happened is they nuked this, they, uh, Wellian Utani, the evil corporation, nuked this city, this planet, and now the whole planet is radiation. So no humans can go there. So that's why they send in these androids to go fetch this DNA. On the planet, they encounter human survivors who have survived the radiation on this planet by taking some of the DNA of the alien. And so now they're able to survive. Um, They end up betraying the synthetics. They lead the synthetics into the alien hive and and just leave them there to get killed by the aliens. Um, they're saying no. They're fuck humanity. They're the fuck those. Fuck the government. Fuck fuck Whalen Utani. Fuck the corporations. They're not getting this fucking you know DNA, and they're not going to save themselves. So fuck them, you know. And they leave the whale. They leave the synthetics in the hive. So there's a big fight. Synthetics escape. One of the human survivors, the leader, this woman, I forget her name. She ends up having a side effect from the alien DNA, and she mutates into this alien chick hybrid she looks like the species remember that movie species oh yeah i remember species yeah kind (laughs) of looks like her um the the synthetics a bunch of them get uh you know destroyed by the aliens except the two um they never get the dna but there's a survivor a child who they're like well we don't need the serum let's just take this kid because he's got the dna inside him it's part of him you know, he's a host. He just uses blood. Um, but then um, one of the synthetics throws the kid, says, fuck humanity, too. And he throws the kid down into the pit with the aliens. The female synthetic goes down there and saves the kid and um, fights her way out, jumps on the ship. They end up escaping, you know. He ends up, she ends up talking to the, the other synthetic saying, convinces him like, no, we're not going to throw this kid away. This kid, yes, humanity sucks. Humans are fucked up, but this kid isn't like that. He's a child. He hasn't been corrupted by, you know, the malice of humanity yet. So he has a chance to be good. 
so let's make them that way. So basically, they these two synthetics take this child off planet, um, and they're gonna raise uh, this child. Um, one of the things that I found interesting is that at the end of this book, is they make a connection to Prometheus. I hated those. Pro- oh. I hated that movie. Thought it sucked. But <laughs> and Alien Covenant, you know. But I did find David the Android interesting. He was the only thing interested about that movie. Michael, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Um, okay. And the 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 one synthetic that hated humanity is like basically he's remembering what David said and how basically it's in humanity's nature to destroy itself. And no matter how far, whatever technological advances that they make and how far they travel into the universe, they are still drawn to their own destruction, which I found very deep. Um, And um, basically it's a machine that is saying this too, (laughs) you know? So uh, kind of a, you know, I, a sense of irony that these two machines are going to take care of this child that is can save humanity. So there's a whole savior, the machines and this human child is a savior. So uh, a lot of deep themes going on there that I'm just now, I haven't processed yet, but I did think was pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Read into it what you will, you know, and that's the thing. You know, these alien comics, they've been okay, you know, the Marvel ones, but they still touch upon the deep philosophical themes that alien movies have within them, you know, you know, as far as, you know, motherhood and the nature of humanity and the nat- and sex as a, ma- a machine of a reproduction factory and, you know, all the, the H.R. Giger imagery is that's what it is you know bodies are the biomechanical our bodies are just machines you know reproductive factories and stuff like that very phallic symbols um yeah taboo subjects we aren't really we don't really like to think about but you know the alien movies sort of touch upon them and i think these some of these this comic and that one about the religious colony really delved into a lot of religious commentary on creationism and all that stuff. So I do appreciate the ideas that these comics, the alien comics have been uh, bringing up. But yeah, I mean, this whole weird alien hybrid stuff is, uh, you know, it's all right. You know, and Whalen Utani as the big villain still is, they're running kind of dry as a, as a, as a, as a villain, I guess. <laughs> Since they're a company that can just basically do anything. But um yeah, uh, but I still dug on this this arc. I'll give it a four out of five. Yeah. Okay, very good. Just hanging in there. All right. So, like I said, we're going to do. Let me see if I can get this set up. Don't crash on me, please. Don't crash on me. Cool. It's not gonna crash on me. I'm still here. Awesome. Awesome. I'm still here. Okay. So we're gonna do a retro book. We've been doing retro books on this book for a while. Uh, like I said, this is Black History Month. So I'm going to do a Black History book, even though you have Scarlet Witch on the cover. But it is technically a Black History book I'm doing. This is a Black History superhero book, and this book is featuring Black Panther. Yes, T'Challa. So, and since he is an Avenger, it's an Avengers book where he kind of uh, seals the show. So I'm going to just kind of tell you what the book is. Basically, this is a classic story that really so many people talk about, where Black Panther versus Red Skull. That's this book. 
So it's basically we're going to start there. Let's see if I can give that right here. There you go. Okay, so we're just going to start with it and just go from there. So the book starts off. This is the sixth issue of Red Zone. That's the name of this story. It was called Red Zone. And it was written by Jeff Johns. It's the only Jeff Johns uh, Avengers run that we ever, we ever had. Let's see if I get there. I can't get there. Okay, so the book starts off with Kara Danvers, who goes by this is a book from the 90s. She goes by Warbird. And what she's doing is doing a pentagon, a pentagram, pentagon, pentagram one of them in the in the <laughs> middle of a town <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know my i don't know that part and well, she's pentagon doing it god is the shape of a stop sign Pen, right? pentagon what i say pentagon no, that's an octagon pentagon is like the shape a pentagram is a star pentagon pentagram is a star pentagon yeah. one of them she's doing one of them i care <laughs> whatever that is she's doing that <laughs> is that a pentagram pentagram yeah pentagon? that's a pentagram that's pentagram okay she's doing a pentagram okay we're here because Scar- Scarlet Witch is going to do some magic-y, <laughs> witchcraft-y bullshit, but she needs like a pentagram to do her magic-y, witchy bullshit. But while, she's, while they're doing a pentagram, we cut to the Pentagon of Washington, <laughs> D.C. That's why I got her confused in Washington, D.C. So now I got to eat your cow what's going on right now. So Red Skull evil plan has been revealed. This is the last issue of this story. Basically, his evil plan is that he has enlisted a virus in South Dakota. This virus is a flesh-eating virus that is eating plants, trees, people, whatever like that. And he has blamed the uh, attack on Wakanda. Everybody thinks Wakanda attacked South Dakota. Ebola. Exactly. So he thinks it came from there. But the thing is, the Red Skull has been posing as the Secretary of Defense for, like, years. So he's in the American government. That's why he's able to do this stuff. And he had the American government working for him, feeding him information on the Avengers. So he knows everything about the Avengers. So while he's talking all this shit, saying some, I'm going to blame this attack on Wakanda, and I'm going to have America bomb and nuke Wakanda. You're not going to do anything about it. And, and Iron Man's trying to tell him, like, the child, just chill out. He's trying to get under your skin. We need to find Captain America. Captain America has been infected with this virus. You know, we need to concentrate and get to it. He's like, uh, T'Challa? And T'Challa don't even listen to him. He just rushes right at Red Skull. Bam, gets a good shot in on him. He was like, oh, and Iron Man's like, well, I'm going to let you two talk it out while I go find Cap. So while he gets ready to find Cap, Red Skull hits a button on his watch, shuts down Iron Man. How did he shut down Iron Man? Because he had uh, the government give him all the Avengers files and stuff like that. So he has files on all the Avengers, except for one, Black Panther. Why? Because Black Panther didn't trust the Avengers, so he never put his information in there to begin with. So that's when Red Skull is like, I got information on all the Avengers except for you, Black Panther, or, what, or should I say T'Challa, just slaps him out of the window. He's just like, uh, see there, you fucking subhuman. And he's just saying all kinds of just racist shit to uh, Black Panther the whole time. I'm like, wow, Marvel like, really going there, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just like, I, I never should have trusted you anyway, Black Panther, uh, but your people never, uh, never, never listen, you know? So that's when he goes back to Iron Man and he sees Iron Man fucked up. He was like, how did you find out about me? He like, reason I know about you, Iron Man, is because I got all the information of you. Your boy, Henry Guyer, who is your liaison, has been feeding me information the whole time. So I know how to shut your, shut your suit down. And so he has Captain America and like, oh, subhuman. This animal continues to fight. So he's saying all this shit to Black Panther, you know, <laughs> and he's just like, uh well go ahead try to fight me again it's, it's same thing is gonna happen the same way it happened before uh and matter of fact when i do take the role of the secretary of defense again 
I'm going to make sure that I wipe the entire continent of Africa off the map just because of you. And you and your kind won't do anything from us. He's going to do like a, a genetic cleansing. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, well, what do you think about that animal? You know, and he just, <laughs> he just said, shit here. so Black Panther just starts uh, taking off his gloves. He's like, okay, Red Skull, this is what I think about this. I'm going to break your jaw. How about that? <laughs> you know, so then they start rushing each other and then you just got it. And he's just like, those filthy animal hands will not touch me. So you got to remember, Red Skull is a super soldier. People forget about that. <laughs> so he, he's on the same level as Captain America. So he's actually giving Black Panther the hands. Uh, meanwhile, Fal- oh, Falcon's chained up also. So technically, it's like a Falcon book also, another black book, you know. Uh, so Falcon's knocked out. Uh, he's been chained up because he got his ass kicked before. And meanwhile, Red Skull's like smashing Black Panther's head up against the glass, just beating the hell out of him, you know. Uh, he's just like... Uh, you see, you say you laid the seeds for your own downfall, Panther, for not trusting trusting the Avengers. Your kind always does, you know. And then that's when Black Panther like kicks him in the nuts, you know. This is giving the hand, starts beating the shit out of him. Uh, and meanwhile, yeah, they they both get each other's hands. And Iron Man realized that the only Captain America's not breathing anymore, so what he's gonna have to do is give him mouth to mouth, but he's gonna expose himself to the virus. Meanwhile, they, you know, kiss. So, yeah, uh, and die, animal. He's like, he's still saying racist shit to him the whole time while kicking his ass, you know. But Henry Gavin's like, like kicks him a little bit. And that's just enough for Black Panther to get it, get an edge on him. So, uh, and Falcon wakes up. So here's the thing about Falcon is that around this time, Jeff John gave him a new power where he didn't just control Red Ring. He controls all birds. So he like has a swarm of birds just fly through the window and it's all attack Red Skull. So it's enough to strike Black Panther just enough to get some good shots in on him. So he just knocks him out and he's like, I told you, Skull. Bam! I was going to break your jaw. But your kind never listens, you know. So that's when he goes back, you know, finally breaks Cap and Tony out of the cage. But he realized that Cap's still been hit with that virus. So he needs an antivirus to uh, get him out of it. And he realized that Red Skull must have antibodies protected from it. So he was like, Skull, I'm going to need your blood. And just cut to the next scene. Uh, meanwhile, they find an antivirus. They find the cure. They spray South Dakota with it, save South Dakota, even though, you know, like 18,000 people have died or some shit. You know, a lot of people. Uh, cut to the end. George Bush shows up. And thanks to the Avengers. Uh, w. w. Yeah, W shows up. Yeah. It, the book's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh so it's not 90s it's like 2000 sorry about that it's 2000 when this book came out anyway he shows up thanks to avengers uh hires warbird to be the new chief of security of homeland and tells captain america uh if we ever do some weird sh-, because captain america basically tell him like you got more red skulls in the in the uh the government they don't look like red skull they're not red skull but they think the same way he think and if i find out who they are i'm kicking their ass that's how the book ends so yeah so technically i'm gonna count that as a black panther book i'm gonna count it as a black panther book even though he's in it you got a bunch of avengers but he beats red skull's ass so i'm gonna go with it so yeah so and matter of fact if you read a bunch of red skull's books from like the 80s and the 90s he's pretty much saying like fucked up shit that everybody he fights like one book where he beat the shit out of black widow he was saying all kind of shit to her mandarin you know people like that <laughs> but and I think that's why they killed it because they realized that Red Skull is kind of problematic because you got to remember, okay, yeah, he's a Nazi saying this stuff, but at the same time, there's somebody writing this stuff saying this. So, yeah. So, anyway. Got to get um, the but... realism, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the writer of Marvel, like, what, how would a Nazi think? Let me write this. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so so what, what does she got? I'm booked out, so, yeah. 
right. Well, I'll do this last one. I, I was debating whether or not doing this, but I might as well. Fuck it. I saved the nope. image. So, okay. um, Mr. Fix It, number two. Mm-hmm. Did you read this? I did not. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to get caught up on all the Peter David stuff. All right. So, this is, yes, this is a uh, return to uh, Mr. Fix It, Peter David. Hope he's doing okay. I heard he's been having health problems, so hope he's doing okay. Yeah, that's why they're kind of cranking all these books out right now. You know, just just you know. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So basically, the kingpin is trying to take over Vegas, he's trying to expand his empire, and he goes to uh, what's the guy's name? Mand Man- Man- Mandicelli or what's his name? I forget. Uh, the uh, the yeah, boss of the Vegas. Mobster. The mobster. Yeah. 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 The mobster of Vegas, trying to take over this territory. Problem is. He's got Joe Fixit working for him. Now, for those who don't know who Joe Fixit is, he is an offshoot of the Hulk, another personality who basically went to Vegas and was like a mob enforcer in Vegas, um, gray-skinned Hulk. And um, so he's working for this mobster. The kingpin tries to take over the territory and gets his ass whooped by Joe Fixit. So this issue, um, kingpin is trying to figure out a way to beat the Hulk. He's coming up with some weird serum or it's some weird neurotoxin that can basically make him control people. And he's testing it out on different supervillains and what have you. Um, meanwhile, Spider-Man's there investigating shit. He just threw Spider-Man in there, I feel. Because mm-hmm. you got to um, sell books, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is my favorite scene in the book, this whole conversation. Kingpin goes to the casino. He finds, uh, goes in the lounge and sees Joe Fixit just chilling at the bar. And he basically says, "Hey, how much is, how much are you getting paid? Because I'll double it, I'll triple it." And Joe Fixit, "Hey, let me get a drink." <laughs> and the, the drink comes, and he just throws it on, <laughs> on the Kingpin's face. And that's what I love. I love seeing Wilson Fisk just get punked. You know. <laughs> Right, because it's the Hulk. What, what is he going to do? Yeah, what's he going to do to the Hulk? You know, right. you know, that's that's what's funny. I like seeing you know the the kingpin getting you know knocked off you know the pedestal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but then Wilson Fisk ends up putting that neurotoxin onto Joe Fixit and says, "Okay, go smash." So Hulk ends up hulking out and starts fucking up the place. Spider-Man goes in there and try it basically turns into Spider-Man versus the Hulk or Joe Fixit Hulk for the rest of the book. Um he's on to the Kingpin. He's Spider-Man knows what the Kingpin is up to. They trade blows and stuff. But that's about it. It's uh, you know, um Joe Fixit turns on Spider-Man and starts fighting Spider-Man. That's kind of where it ends, you know. So uh we'll get we'll get the big Spider-Man versus Hulk battle next issue uh it's okay you know um it's a little fun there's some funny moments you know uh but i don't know if i'm gonna i I don't know i might i don't know if i'm gonna wait if i'm gonna get the next issue just wait till it drops on the marvel app you know and read the rest so but this was all right this is a good three out of five like i said i like the i like you know i like this funny moment you know watching kingpin get his ass whooped for a change is fun you know but it just turns into another superhero battle between the Hulk and Spider-Man. So, three out of five. Cool, cool. All right. So, uh, you got any more? You? you oh, that's you, it. I'm booked, I'm, out. I'm booked out too. I got. I was gonna do Static, 
but I like it's more static. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, uh, I do Bishop versus... instead, though. <laughs> yeah, why did I do? Nah, bro, why did I do? Why did I do Bishop? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I said, if you've listened as long as you like, share, subscribe. Uh, thank you for watching or listening or whatever like that. Like I yeah. said, just watching and listening actually helps us out also. So yeah, especially Shout if you out, actually yeah. watch it. Clicking and leaving doesn't help. <laughs> Shout out to people that do it, but if you do it, that didn't help it. Commenting, either. all y'all commenting, yeah, all you commenting. So yeah, chat. basically, if you watch it up until this point, shout out to you. Yeah, you helped us out. Oh, uh, shout out to st- the, the yeah outright geekery and all that, all those crews and yeah, Gold, shout out to the them. They helping us out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like I said, next time we will see you, Valentine's Day will have passed. You know, so good luck, Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Made Party the Hunger on. Games, you know, favor <laughs> you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oz favor your way. What, what is that shit they said? I can't remember that damn movie. On, on May the Oz be favor in your favor or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Be oh, excellent sh- to each other. <laughs> exactly. Oh, one more thing. Also, shout out to uh, oh, I Dave heard about on De La Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. Now, to be honest Good with journey. you, I'm actually not really a big De La Soul fan. Shocking. But, I mean, like I said, I know a bunch of people. You know, I know a bunch of people. I have a bunch of friends that are friends with De La Soul. Um, I met one of the members from De La Soul one time. I just want to say this one time. Uh, not him, but the other one. You know the tall one? Dark skin one? Okay. okay. Met him in Miami. Uh, like, I didn't even recognize him because he walked in with his girlfriend. His girlfriend was, like, so so fine. So, like, you don't even notice him. And he said we was, like, in a diner or something like that. He sat down right next to us. And I was... Her? No, 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 I, I wouldn't hit no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I was with my buddy. We were in Miami. We were in Miami at the time. No, and man, we were... no, man. Hey, man, I'm talking to this lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then we fist fight. Like, no. Nah, <laughs> so, but it was just weird because he was sitting like, I was with my buddy. And we were in Miami. We were like, is that who we think it is? So we looked and he looked away because he knew we were looking at him. Then he looked back at us and we looked away. So we kind of like, made each other nervous and then i think we made him nervous he just up and left but yeah that's that's my story with de la soul that's all i got so yeah so well they they were more they yeah they were more of a they seem more down to earth than more rap other you know especially at the time i mean with all the gangster rap going on and yeah they well at the time when they come out gangster rap wasn't really popular at the time they were like right before gangster rap popping i think that's kind of what hurt them Gangster rap kind of took off. They kind of yeah. Kinda got well, three aside. feet high. That was like yeah. They and I and I'll and I'll admit I wasn't the biggest Daylight fan either. I had appreciate a more appreciated as I got older. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I just they 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 seem more down to earth and more laid back and yeah. You know. They want to have fun, you know, things like yeah. that. They were they like hippies, hippies for the nineties. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, Fat T had was it Stakes is High or was that CD? Mm-hmm. He he. You know, that's something my brother, he was the hip hop head. I was the metal guy. And we sort of, our sister was into that. Yeah. yeah. We, we sort of crossed over. We, I got into some of his music. He got into some of my music. So yeah, he was more the hip hop guy than I was. And I just sort of you yeah. know, heard what he I, had. I just never got into him. I just want to hear Gangsta Rap back then. So I heard De La Soul and they was like skateboarding and 
whatever the fuck they were doing. Yeah, I don't like know, flowers and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear this shit. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put it like that for you. <laughs> Cause I know there's some big day life so fans on here that listen to us. Yeah. But uh, like tribe, like I was in the tribe called Quest back then. That's what they kind of reminded me of. Like the far side. They, they all kind of like hung together and stuff. Yeah, you know, far side and tribe. I mean, um, more laid back stuff. You know that which was which was you know refreshing. Well, at the time I was like younger and more aggro. Yeah, I was listening to Public Enemy and that the more angry. Yeah, you know, I'm like, do uh, I want to listen to De La Soul or NWA? I mean, I'm just that saying. I was into and they, these like, guys were laid Ice back. Cube? Give me that, you know. You know, yeah. So, but I didn't mean to talk bad about him, but yeah. Yeah, but good journey to him. Yeah. All right. Well, check us out next week. We'll have some new stuff. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet chat. Take care of me. Talk all day, then at night falling deep. Physical, but I know that